I'm 14 or 15 because my parents forced me. Like, you gotta get yeah. a job. But again, remember, I didn't do anything. I sold drugs, got arrested, hit a, the fucking lottery. Yeah. I didn't have a fucking beater car. I spent 150 racks on an IA as my first back. car. And you made that back oh, with the lemon. That, I made that back, all right. <laughs> and, um, and then Free we got car. the Huracan. Yeah. So, and then we got the G-Wagon at the same time. Like, it's not... I, I, I didn't go from, I went from living in my parents' basement to living on the waterfront overlooking Manhattan. Yeah. I, all I know is that lifestyle. You try to, it's the hedonic treadmill, right? You try to put me onto a lower lifestyle. You try to put me in a bar, right? I'm going to have a miserable fucking time. But you did do that. What do you mean? Didn't you, you've sold all your stuff, right? Twice, right? Yeah. And so what happened there? Well, I sold it twice. <laughs> it means I bought it back. Yeah. Um, but the second time, so you sold it all once, and eventually you bought it all back, and then you sold it all again. Exactly. So now, I only kept one thing, was the watch collection, like the RM. Yeah, of course. Because I love watches. That's my thing. And it makes sense. Um, don't make dollars, don't make sense. Um, <laughs> so I just got, dude, I realized what you said. When I was in New York, bro, I would only get fucking hit up for people who want to go like the towel or something. But I'd be the one dropping 30K a night. Like there's some nights I would go, I'd go out and I wouldn't even fucking drink. This, this girl would have a sign. This girl would have a sign. For what? Like, bro, what the fuck? Right. And one, uh, the day I got back from Ibiza was, was the day I was like, I'm out. I was like, I left my, uh, left my penthouse over there, rented a car. Wait, uh, what do you mean? You had a place in Ibiza? No, no, uh, in, back in uh, back home in, oh. in in Jersey. Oh, okay, I see. What you're so saying. when I left Ibiza and came back, yeah, got rid of the, just left the pant and got a rented a car from Enterprise, and went uh, to Canada. I think uh, I, I had hopes because she was also like, "Yeah, I'll come, I'll come see you." Ah, oh. oh, that's why you went to Canada. Yeah, that sounds, dude. It sounds like this is one factor that. Needs yes, to be removed from your life because it seems like it seems like that's rooting was, so much. It was peaceful though, but you're right. Okay, but at the same time, like I can relate to this because that one girl that like kind of shifted my focus off of everything I was working, even though I made more money, whatever. Like she started driving wedges between my own friends and everything. And so you say that you're the toxic one. Is it actually true that she's not also the uh, toxic one? In addition to you being a toxic one, because I can state with factual that I'm a toxic person. Uh, in terms of this relationship as she was and that made for a constant thing so it drove wedges between multiple multiple friendships i'll put the burden on me well there you go but is it true i'll put the burden on me okay so she's she's done bad things you've done bad things yeah but that's somehow but I'll, I'll put the burden on me yeah well so. it's like um they say like the body, like we are as humans, we've always needed struggle from the day that we were born, like needed struggle. And this all like that has happened recently where we have little struggle. It says when, when the body doesn't have struggle, the mind creates it. And so it seems like you make so much money. You can do whatever you want. It's so comfortable. You can literally, you like, I mean, you have like from what you're showing me, you have enough money to live. Like you could retire right now and live a comfortable life. When you're in that situation, you're going to be, you're going on all these trips, you have no struggle. So the struggles start to manifest within the relationship. So if you say that you're the toxic one, then it's probably coming from the, the not enough struggle physically, mentally, financially. It's like that just naturally happens. Cause like I said, 
shit got toxic in my relationship when money started crowing in, coming like crazy. You know what's interesting is that you ever see how like CEOs or high performers, they're always skydiving. They're swimming with sharks. Yeah. They're doing something extravagant. You know why? Struggle. No. Because it's dopamine, right? Yeah. When you achieve such high level things, like 2.3 in a day, like I showed you, right? 2.3 mil. That's, yeah. Not 2.3 thousand. <laughs> um, that's a 10 out of 10 dopamine release, right? Mm -hmm. How do I get it again? Yeah. Because doing 2.5, it's never going to feel the same as doing the first two point, it, it'll never Just feel like the same. The thousand dollar, the first thousand dollar day will never, will never you'll never beat that. Exactly. So you constantly keep chasing, right? But what happens when you're introduced to synthetic cocaine in my case, right. where you can get that 10 out of 10 again yeah. and you constantly keep chasing. So when you ask, you know, like how much was I doing? I tell you like eight to 10 grams a day because you keep needing more and more and more to keep hitting that 10 out of and 10. How much money does that come to? Uh, probably like 800 to a thousand dollars a day, but it depends on the quality. Yeah. So yeah. Do, do you ever do Tuesday? Tuesday? Did, did you ever do Tuesday? Yeah, I did Tuesday. Oh my God. Pink man. That fucking, but Tuesday was a wild ride. Um, that's see, that's what, what do you I, know about Tuesday? Uh, I mean, I lived in Miami. I saw it, but Fair enough. I've never, never done yeah, don't hard touch drugs. That. I've would. never done any hard drugs. You shouldn't. Because when I was 18, I smoked weed out of a bong for my first time. And I had a three month derealization trip where like my brain left my body like it was weird really and through my research i realized that happens to a lot of people who do like molly and stuff so like i would have been a huge drug addict for shrooms. sure <laughs> i would have been a huge drug addict for sure uh if that didn't happen to me literally because like a lot of things like i probably would what have makes like, you think that because through my research like i have a very very bad addictive personality you give me something and i'll be addicted to it and so um through my research, just seeing like all these, like when back then I was a dumbass. If I had a problem, I would Google the problem endlessly <laughs> and it would like just create intensity about the problem. Like, so because I went through such bad three months, it ended up being like some people have a bad thing where if you take creatine and smoke THC, the THC stores in your bones. Fat cells or something? Yeah. And I, um, random conversation at the library figured out because the guy was like, oh, yeah, that happened to me too. But it was because I was on creatine and I connected the dots. So I was like, what, two weeks later, I stopped, I mean, I stopped creatine two weeks Was he later. big? Yeah. All right, all right. But it was gone. Well, he was off creatine, too. Okay. And so, like, through that is the reason that in college I said no to all drugs. Obviously, except weed. Good like, you, weed's fine, of course. But, like, I would never pop a pill. I've never snore anything Good. because of that. Similar to when I was 15 years old. Um, uh, it's a long story, but the first time I had sex, it turned out that the mom told the daughter to go to school and try to get pregnant by someone when she was 15. I was 15. So I literally, God damn. And then, then like, um, like, you know, a week later she said she's feeling like her stomach hurt and stuff. So were you the one being groomed? I don't know, but she told me, I remember being 15 years old, sitting with my mom and my grandma at dinner and looking down at the text back when the text would come in one out of five, <laughs> yeah. you know, and the first, it said, Scott, I'm pregnant and I'm moving to Phoenix. You can come with us to raise the baby if you want, because her mom didn't have custody. So the mom told her to go to school to get pregnant by some guy so that she could get custody as an independent, because when you're pregnant, you become an independent. Right. And I was that guy. So um, this went on for a month and a half. I thought I was for sure. First time ever having sex, let's be clear. <laughs> Traumatizing as hell. Turns out that the mom, she didn't actually get pregnant, um, but the mom told her that when she found out she wasn't pregnant, to say that she was to test my loyalty to see if I would stick around. So 
I bring up that story because that was such a traumatizing fucking event. At 15. At 15 years old, I couldn't, like, I didn't have sex for the, I had Until sex. this day. No, 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 no. <laughs> I didn't have sex for, like, five years after that. Even oh, my first uh, semester in college, like, I did with, like, some, you know, girl here, but, like, I didn't with one girl in college because I was, like, it got to the point, I remember being 18, and I didn't want my girlfriend on top of me like grinding on me or anything because I was afraid the semen would go through my boxers, would go through my jeans, would go through her jeans, would go through her pants. You know the typical, that's a typical like uh, scare that some men have. It, so it's not, you're not an outlier. Dude, that's an outlier. That, that, no, it's not. Trust to me. To not have a girl sit on your lap. I know it's fully not. Fully clothed. Because Mo, you'll watch this. I've ripped on Mo publicly about this. Like his girlfriend thinks the same thing. Like just if it's around the vicinity of her, of her organs. Fully you, clothed. All right, all right, all right. We were both in jeans. <laughs> right, right, that's right, what I'm right, saying. Right. That's how fucked up I was in the head. But because of that, like, I think that prevented me from having kids because, like, I had safe sex, you know, for pretty much eternity after that because I'm like, I can never go back to that feeling. I'm a professional raw dogger, bro. There you go. I'm the. F- there you go. Well, that, <laughs> so. that, well, all I'm saying is, like, I think that if I that experience never happened to me, I would have gotten someone pregnant and I would have never... I like say I say that didn't happen to me, and then I ended up getting someone pregnant when I was eighteen. They wanted to, you know, keep the kid. Never. Do you really think I'd start drop shipping? Do you really think I'd have the freedom to? Do you really think I would have, you know, developed simplified drop shipping or got a partnership with Shopify? Or done anything I've done? No, because I wasn't my own guy. So it's like the fact that that happened. I think it's literally God's hand showing me don't fuck around with this, and then God's hand with the drugs. Don't fuck around with the drugs because either one of those, if either one, even though they're so such a so bad in the moment, dude. Uh, if none of neither one of those happened, something bad would have happened later. God works in magical ways, buddy. Yeah, everything I'm not supposed happens. to be here. Everything happens. There's for a green reason. vomit that will prove that right. I, I'm not supposed to be here. Yeah, I'll tell you a story about like everything happened for a reason after this. Yeah, right? yeah. I can't talk about right now. Yeah, but that's fine. Everything happens for a reason. It does. It and really does. I think maybe this is happening for a reason to show you that. Like, if you keep doing that, where you just, like, buy everything for everyone, pay for everything, you're going to attract the people who are looking for the people who are going to spend everything instead of, like, finding right. the people who are, like, there for you, not for your money. And that's why, you know, getting rid of everything, because um, I do need to, you know, subconsciously reprogram my neural pathways to to make myself believe that I'm more than uh, more than the money, because I use the money as, like, a massive fucking fortress, like, or more of like a massive magnet. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was dude, like when people are like, oh, like I'm, I'm buying a Lamborghini, right? I know somebody recently who just said, oh, I'm buying a Lamborghini. I'm like, bro. And he asked me, what do you think of it? I'm like, honestly, amazing for like two, three weeks. But God, was it a fucking curse? Because um, I'd pull up to like up and down in the city, right? Mm-hmm. And dude, I'd have my friend Doug driving the G-Wagon right behind me. And my <laughs> cars were like white on black. Yeah. So really fucking cool. But holy fuck, was it so lonely in the like the next morning? Yeah. Like, for what? Like, mm. and and this was you know, I'm 20 years old, and it's just right, like that's insane. Like, it just. Dude, when I got that ooh. blue eye, I'd constantly lie about whose it was. I remember going to a wedding and some guys like, "Who's got the?" It was in the boonies. He's <laughs> like, "Who's got the fancy blue BMW out there?" <laughs> and I just said, "I don't know." And you know, but like eventually it came out. But anywhere I went to, I wouldn't. I'd be embarrassed like a lot of times, you know, especially like around here, where this like what's happening with me is not normal. Right. Like not Correct. even close to it. 
Like I'm a very big outlier out here. I've but, never but you're, but you also sorry to cut you off, but you, no, you also embody a very positive tone. Me, I became so jaded where people knew, like, bro, I'll never forget this one time. So fucking cool. Um, <laughs> I was at up and down in the city, and obviously, I pretty avid alcoholic there, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd always get in and out totally, you know, freely in regards to not having to weigh insecurity and whatnot. I'm never forget this one time, like everyone's like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And I'm looking back, it's fucking Leo DiCaprio. They make Leo wait so I can go in. Wow. Like, I'll never fucking forget that. You should have flipped them so, off. <laughs> oh my God, bro. <laughs> nah. Um, but yeah, that was the coolest experience. Um, but uh, like stuff like that, I, I, I do miss. Like that's cool. Yeah. Um, but you're right. Uh, you do get looked at differently. You also handle things a lot more positively and nicer for me, unless you're in my close circle. Um, don't come in, don't come near me. Don't come in my circle. It's my yeah. bubble. I don't feel safe with people in my bubble. Yeah. Um, and, and that's where like you differ as well. Like in comparison to me is that you don't mind. Like you'll talk to anybody for me. I'll walk around with my hoodie on headphones on. I'm always walking around with headphones on. I don't like, I won't talk to anybody. These fuckers at the gym are starting to piss me off. There, there's, 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 there's like two people who are really cool that I've met there, but there's a lot of people at my gym who just come up and they try to pitch me shit to invest in. They try to pitch me stuff to, you know, ask me drop shipping questions. Like there's this one really cool kid who I talk to all the time there. I just saw him today and I told him, you I, know, he's going to watch, they're going to watch. No, this, he's so. definitely going to watch this. Yeah. Cause I told him you'd be on and everything. But like, um, there's like a group of like four kids every time. It's like, this is like 2016 questions. So <laughs> you think, uh, you think Shopify is better than Amazon or like, which one should I get started with? It's like, dude, but we were those kids. I was never that guy. I was what always the, the one. No, I would be the one who went researching? to researching. Yeah. Okay, be, fair yeah. Enough, there's fair a difference. Enough. I said this in the Facebook group from the very beginning. Fair I'm, enough. It's like, there's a big difference between the people who ask you a question, you don't respond. And then they use that as an excuse not to try. And the people who research, find all this stuff. And then when it gets yes. to a complicated question, I'll answer your complicated ass question. I'm not answering, you know, should I do a general store? You know, like that's shit. Agreed. So, but here's the thing is that, it's like what people don't understand is specifically when I got started, I didn't have anybody to ask. I was literally one of the first people to do it. Yeah. So I had to figure it all like all the way through. Um, How did you do it by the way? How did you figure it out? Sheer fucking luck and trying everything. Okay. Literally trying everything possible, but it was throwing shit at a wall and seeing what stuck because Scott, there were no YouTube videos. There was no articles. There was no there Facebook Shopify groups. blog. There was barely, barely. Remember that, remember that guy with the it. orange hat? Chris Record. Yeah, Chris yeah, Record. Yeah, Chris was after. Oh, really? Yes, I'm, I know Chris. Yeah. Chris Record was after. I was in his group. That's how I friend, uh, learned Facebook ads, just asking questions in the Facebook Chris group. Record was two, three years after. Wow. So I legitimately had nowhere to go except these forms. Um, and even- Oh, okay, even, yeah, so the, the forums. E- even that, mm. there was like, there was nowhere that I can turn. So I legitimately had to figure it all out on my own. Yeah. Um, and and I, I'll give myself credit, I'll toot my own horn here. Um, <laughs> I've always been resourceful enough to do that, like circumventing Facebook, figured it all out without having to, like I'd, I'll stay up days and nights. And that's why Adderall and Coke are my thing, were my thing. Um, because it would just let me keep, it would let me keep going. That's why I'm, I, that's why I'm afraid to try Adderall. So, and don't. I won't. And don't. 
I definitely won't because I know I'll beat you with a stick. I know me because once I do Adderall once and I know how awesome it will be. Oh, I'm gonna be like, don't do it. Every time I do anything, I'll be like, oh, this will be way more productive if I did, and then like that's a bad. But cycle. look where you've made it without. Yeah. Why the fuck do you need it? I don't, and that's why I'm glad the 18 year old thing happened because in college I would have been more susceptible to taking it, and then I'd be you hooked. Don't, right you don't now. need it. Trust me, you don't want to go down that road. You think I need meth though? Honestly, yes. <laughs> I'm I'll smoke a little meth. I won't take Adderall. Uh, Adderall is meth. Yeah, I know. That's why. Oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Legal meth. Yeah, amazing. But, um, yeah, I mean, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Tactics or mindset? Uh, mindset. Because I, I think... And, the, and, and nobody gets that. No, no. And that's, dude, that's the thing. That's why, like, it pisses me off when people are like trying to go viral on YouTube and they're studying the algorithm and they're not this is like, no, it's a mindset of being who you are and being entertaining to watch. It's not about tricking. Like even Mr. Beast will say that it's not about don't study the algorithm. Just make the best video possible. And the way you make the best video possible is make you the best possible. I, it, the algorithm does play a component, but people like the algorithm isn't sitting there and, and knows that you have a cool personality that people will vibe with. Right. No, no, I'm saying like, um, in terms of like hacking the algorithm, right? People like will watch be, time and all that. Like I remember, dude. I'm not gonna name the company, but this company. This is when I, this is when I had to go off social media because of the way these people like kind of treated me. But this company paid me like X amount of dollars to make a YouTube video, and like I went when I went to post it, they wanted to see it beforehand, and I sent it to them, and they replied back. They're like, "Yeah, we like the video, but we think it would." be a good idea to increase retention rate. You should take the reaction of you finding out that it has this feature and put it at the front and then caption it coming up. I'm like, bitch, you have, you don't have a video over a thousand views and I have videos that are hundreds of thousands and you're over here telling me how to hack the algorithm. Fuck your hack the algorithm. Was this like the beginning? This was 2020. Like like the beginning of of you as we know? Uh, No, this was like two years into it. Did you need money? Because why the fuck would you conform to that? Exactly. I didn't. But the thing is, I needed content. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. And then that's why I went off social media because I'm like, I don't like the way my content's going. So then I went off social media and I came back with that crazy video, Day in the Life of Scott Hilsey, which has like 350,000 uh, followers. I mean, uh, views now. Not to be confused with Day in the Life of a Dropshipper because that was the first video where I like, not severed ties, but I became who I am. And it's so ironic that when I went from day in the life of a pro dropshipper, nice keywords, even though I said, fuck the thumbnails, you know, that was another thing. Cause like everyone was doing these thumbnails. I'm like, Oh, I remember I'm going to do the opposite of what everyone's doing. And it worked. Weren't you like in your kitchen or something? Yeah. Yeah. I was just like like holding a phone with like a, my Gucci on or something like that. Yes, 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 yes. But all those videos, if you look back, it's just automatically generated, uh, thumbnails. And I was crushing people with putting, paying people to make thumbnails. So it came down to the personality. So many people have told me in the comments of like, yeah, I didn't even drop ship. I just watched your drop shipping videos because I liked your your personality. And if people understood that, like, if you just be yourself, you're going to attract people who are just like yourself. And there's tons of people like everybody. Yeah. I like you because you're a natural person. I like it's like you and my bubble. Yeah, you too. And it's like you're a real person. It's like so many people in your position would be very surface level. Well, we... Got the uh, da da da, and then the, like um, I'm not gonna name, but there's a certain like person out. There. I'm not even gonna get down there, but there's just like a lot of business people who get no views. I mean, I'm sorry, they get a lot of views, but it's just such boring, and I wouldn't want to talk to them on this podcast. Yeah, could only imagine. 
Yeah. So and and yeah, I mean, dude, like, uh, I I will admit, I do I do for sure look back, and there's a lot of kids in the very beginning that I see now blowing up. Um, I'm just like, damn, I, you know, maybe I should have kept up with YouTube and whatnot. But like you, I but like I said, but what you're doing is like very important, Scott. Yeah. And like I told you before, enjoy your clout. Because when that's done, your your three million, four million, five million year. Pff. All right, I'm building. Right, they're not like. There's a very big difference between being a creator and being somebody who builds stuff. Toby, does Toby have a channel? Right, exactly. Does Toby have hundreds of thousands of Instagram followers? And guess what? Does Toby have a Shopify store? Does he? I don't know. No. Oh, he doesn't <laughs> sell snowboards anymore? Um, no, no, I'm just saying it's just like... No, but he actually does. He has hundreds of thousands exactly, of them, actually. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I'd rather do that. Yeah. I'd rather build, because... Well, I just said that because it's like, um, like for what you do, which a lot of people don't know, is like, you know, crypto, casinos and everything... Do you ever go on your apps at night and just play the the slots for hours? Fuck yeah! Oh, you do do that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Never mind. But but well, okay. I was pause, saying like pause. Okay. Pause to test. Yeah. Not that's what I, I mean. I don't gamble. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't like gambling. I never did. That's what I mean. There's, so it's like, but there's nothing wrong with that because it's whatever your position is in order to accomplish X. That's what you should do. Like you have to immerse yourself. Exactly. Correct. And, yes. and that's like, like a lot of people can't scale their business because they're still doing everything. A lot of people think that in order to do, you know, like, I don't know. I, it's a, it's a rabbit hole to get into, but it's just like, you know, the person who sells cigarettes doesn't have to smoke cigarettes. He is there to scale the cigarettes. Correct. And so it's about what your duty is and not getting distracted by what people think you should do in order to fit that persona. But Scott, follow your passion, right? Yeah. Isn't that what everyone's told? Because if your passion doesn't pay the fucking bills, right. then what the fuck? Follow your passion once you have the money to do it. Correct. But don't forget about the passion. They call that a hobby. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that, hey. Well, that's what, uh, what Naval, I always quote this quote from him because it's so good. He goes, people always say, follow your dreams. He goes, well... First, let's get you rich, then follow your dreams. Amen. And that's the way it should be taught because I can understand why the powers that be would be like, follow your dreams, follow your dreams, follow your dreams, because it's like... They want you to do. Because most people are going to fail that way. You know why? Why? Because people work for the other individuals that get to follow their dreams. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So... Yeah. It does work out for some people, but... The chances of you having a good life, either way it works out or not, is so much significantly higher if you have the money to foundationally pay for everything that you need to. Absolutely. Because uh, once you have time, time is everything. Correct. Because, uh, you know, at, at the end of the day, you have time or money. Mm-hmm. You typically don't ever have both. Again, there are outliers. For example, if you have a lot of money, your time isn't as much because you're doing stuff to make money. So it's not like you're able to freely enjoy constantly. Now, there's outliers to this where people don't have as much money that they can have because they do enjoy their time. Very, well, that's very well put. So so again, for me, all I do is work. But then again, if you Wait compare me to, you know, a lot of people when it comes, you know. Didn't like, you just say you went to Ibiza for like five days? For five fucking days, bro. And I that does, that's not all working. And, and <laughs> no, but I haven't done anything else for... Like two years. Okay. Last time was was fucking Miami. Even then, we were working all day. Yeah. So, uh, again, 
five days out of what? And remember, Ibiza <laughs> was a fuck you. Right. Don't ever forget that. Yeah. The only reason I went to Ibiza because I knew I got cheated on. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. And, and on the other hand, is that if you have a lot of time, it's because you don't know how to orient that time to make yourself fucking money. So think about it. How many people do you know have so much time that don't do anything with it? They sit on the couch, smoke, or they don't know what to do with their time. So typically people have a lot of money and no time or a lot of time and no money. But again, there are outliers, like some losers who have their girlfriends get them a job at you know, at the restaurant where they were. We can go there tonight, but probably, it's <laughs> yeah. probably not a good idea. <laughs> I'm all for, boy, you're asking the most petty person to, to <laughs> do so. Oh man, don't get me started. But uh, I accidentally ended up there the other night. Accidentally. And we definitely yeah, your subconscious probably there. Don't fucking lie. Okay, but to be fair, <laughs> to be fair, the girl I was with was like, oh, I love that restaurant. We should go there. I'm like, all right. And you could have said no, pick somewhere else. Could you have not? Yeah, but why would I do that when it's one of the best restaurants out here? That's the thing. Why would why would you do that when it's one of the best? Exactly. So that's what I'm you said it's one of the best, not the only and it, the it best. It was the so that's the only restaurant around uh, in the walkable distance in terms of actual. Could you have gotten an Uber? There's no excuse. No, I have my car, but I'm not going to get my Uber to go. The thing is, I'm not going to. Here's the thing. Right here's now. the thing. Here's the thing. I'm not going to go out of my way to not go the way that I would go regardless, because right. then it's like, oh, so I'm, grab dinner tonight then. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that was, yeah, it was, we definitely like made, ah, nah, whatever. <laughs> Don't lie to me, Scott. I'm not lying. Talking to the petty king here. I'm not lying. But I know that that is like energy that should not be being drained. You're right. But sometimes you do what you got to do. Because your feelings will take over. Or sometimes you do what you would do regardless of if that was the situation. You <laughs> but, know? It's a, but it's better because you have the means to be able to do it. Yeah, exactly. Imagine billboards, bro. All billboards. A billboard. Or imagine having, you know, the girl you're seeing pay all your bills. And then try to beg you to get a job so you can support the fucking situation. situation. How? How do you get to that point? But the, the, you know what that showed me, though? It's like, oh, at least she wasn't with me just for the money because goddamn. <laughs> like, because that made me question a while because, you know, I would, I would be like you not to that level because okay. you, you take it to another level. Okay. The fact that you just said that earlier today, dude, oh my God, I messaged an ex because after reflecting for a long period of time. I realized that, dude, in her DMs was like was like fucking OBJ, Diplo, mm -hmm. like very pretty girl. She, you know, worked in nightlife and then she quit because it wasn't for her. But I always thought, you know, maybe there was an ulterior motive with me. But like over, dude, it like this is the one that I get really upset about because looking back at it. I realized she cared. Like, she actually loved me. But I was the toxic one. Yeah. Man. I was the one who was like, get the fuck out. Like, I kicked her out of my house, never talked to her again. Um, and that, that really, that one stings the most. Because I, she's the only one I, I would ever post. Like, I made vlogs with her. I never made vlogs with any other girls. Um, and, yeah, I just see our archives and all that. I'm like, I'm like, fuck. I was like damn, that was me. Like, that was my fault. But looking back at it now, 
it was so short-sighted because I I got so mad. I'm not OBJ. I'm not Diplo. Like, why are you choosing me? Right. Like, like you can, you can, like, I know the guys you're around when you work at night. Like, I'm not them. And so, but she would always still come home to me. Yeah. And she'd always want to do stuff. She'd always be, you know, and that was uh, probably, probably one of my biggest regrets. Yeah. It's like, damn, she actually did care. Well, see, me per at this point, I want a girl who doesn't even act, like put that out there for that attention, you know? Because I'm assuming she had a pretty big following. No, no. And how do these people know that to go into her DMs? Because uh, she worked at the biggest sporting uh, bar club in, oh. in New York, but yeah. it was a way for her to make money. And she always knew she was, she doesn't work there anymore. Yeah. She made her money and she left, but that was always her goal. But I didn't think so. I, I always, you know, it was the biggest and, you know, OBJ was in fucking Jersey. So they'd go there and yeah, I mean, it was just, uh, but it was a me thing. Like I was self-conscious. I was, so looking back, this girl worked a nightlife Thursday through Saturday. So it's hard. I know what you mean. It's hard. Yeah. But you know, in New York, I mean, like in the St. Louis area. Yeah. The, well now it was at one point the biggest like place to go. Oh really? Oh, wait, in St. Louis or? Not St. Louis. Oh, well, imagine fucking New York. Bro. Exactly. Imagine New York. Yeah. Like, and, and that, I was just like, damn. Well, I, you know, I will say the difference is in New York, there's a lot of places to go. Here, there's only one place to go. So. Perfect. Sees it all. Yeah. And I hate that. I never want to see a girl like that again, actually. Me neither. I'd rather, optimally, a girl who, like, has her own business. Optimally, a girl that has like less than 500 followers. Nobody knows about. Yeah, that's private. The, that's the best. And just likes to go hiking. Yeah. Doesn't give a shit about anything. Exactly. Because I, it's not even about having your own business. It's just about, even if you have a regular job, I don't give a fuck. Because I got us regardless. Right. So it's like, don't, I don't want everybody to have fucking gotten a free ride. Right. A sober girl is great. A sober girl? Yeah. Fuck with a, a, not a lot of sober girls? No. What do you mean? Everyone drinks alcohol. Oh, okay, okay. Because oh, like, talking super sober. Every time something like your situation has happened to me, alcohol's always been involved. Because like Jordan Peterson says, when you're on alcohol, it's not necessary. I love Jordan Peterson. Jordan Peterson is great. I, he said, when you're on alcohol, it's not that you are unaware of the consequences. You un- unaware of the consequences, you accept the consequences way easier than if without it. Wow. Yeah. So it's like when wow. when she would say like oh, I'm going or like any girl I've been I'm going out drinking well now it's like PTSD right so any girl I see like when they say going out drinking that's the first thing I do is because it's like wow. they're gonna they're accepting the consequences and are fine with it when they're drinking the substance they are drinking. Um, I'm gonna literally go to bed thinking about that. That is powerful. That is so powerful. Yeah. And unfortunately, Jordan Peterson has been struggling with addiction, which is unfortunate. Yeah, now so, he's good though. Yeah, yeah. I don't. He, know. They put him in a coma in Russia for ten days. The fuck? You didn't hear about that? No. Benzos. Yeah, he's off the benzos. Yeah, off now. the benzos. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. you know, that's one thing I could never get in, like the Xanax and Klonopins. Like I, I have so much Klonopin because I get prescribed it. Um, I'm not a downer guy. I can't get hooked to it, and I and I feel so sympathetic for people that do because I get hooked on the uppers. So yeah. I could only imagine. Um, the people and I, I know the feeling, and I'm so sympathetic towards that because people will say, um, "Oh, just stop, no yeah, motherfucker." No, not that's that not easy. how it works. Yeah. So, especially on hard drugs, because your body becomes physically dependent on it. Literally, especially alcohol. Alcohol killed Whitney. Um, 
Whitney Houston, right? I mean, not just alcohol. Didn't she kill herself? No, she died from alcohol overdose. Really? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, she was doing a bunch of drugs, but if you look it up, yeah, she died from alcohol overdose. Uh, I'm I'm sorry, alcohol withdrawal, not alcohol overdose. Yeah. Because if you're a heavy drinker, like if you're drinking like a fifth of Jack every day for months and then you stop, you're dying. It's happened all the time. You know who, you know who really, really strikes a chord with me every time I think of him? Lead singer of Linkin Park. Oh, John Podesta's son. Uh, what was his name? Now I gotta, hold on. Um, hey, no, on. the theory is that that's John Podesta's son. Do you know John Podesta? No idea. That's Hillary Clinton's campaign advisor. Fuck Hillary Clinton. If you look up John Podesta, it looks just like him. Um, uh, I forget, yeah, but he uh, theoretically killed himself when he was working on the child molestation documentary. Chester Bennington. Yeah, very suspicious death. Now look up John Podesta. All right. Watch. Because this is a huge theory. This ties into like a huge web of stuff where like that's his actual dad. John Podesta? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this man's. Yeah. <laughs> what What's this theory? Uh, that John, That's his dad. Oh my God, bro. Yeah. I, I see like a side by side. Yeah. There's a that that theory when you look into that that goes so deep it's crazy. But you can hear you can hear in like some of the songs like true actually. You know what? Well, damn. Link, so Lincoln Park's logo is like the triangle with right. the, a triangle like that. Yeah. But it's kind of broken. So the the symbol the FBI uses for child pedophilia is the same thing. Unbroken. Really? Yeah. So there's Lincoln a lot of symbolism and shit. You're right. Hmm. I like to think that, uh, well, oh my God, it sounds horrible when I say it like this. I'd like to think that it is not child molestation and maybe he was just suffering because that is a better narrative to, honestly, they both suck, but it's better to not be remembered as a part of a ring of child molestation. But th- but he was like really into making that documentary happen. It never happened since he got killed. Well, died. died. Yeah. Such a sad story. Yeah. Anyway. Let's get to the business side of things now because because now Scott's getting hungry, you know? No, <laughs> no. to go to a certain restaurant. No, I don't actually. I don't want to go. Fair. Just to be clear. <laughs> but um, no, I think that people really are interested to know what you've been doing because you show me screenshots of $2 million days, $1 million days. I show you days. the fucking wallets. <laughs> you show me the wallets. Like, that's verified. One did crash, but you said it always crashes for some reason. No, the app crashed. That's what I meant. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah I don't know why. Yeah. But uh, yeah, tell me about this. How did this happen? Um, <laughs> I got out of rehab in September of what last year I lost everything, um, because of the shop DFY stuff. Yeah. It imploded not because of the business, but because I was doing so much blow that I ended up getting like strung out. Yeah. Like, you, like really bad. And you just like stop responding to like emails everyone. and everything. I, and all I, I, I saw your YouTube video about that. Like, I, like I started responding to everyone and I put somebody in charge that didn't even know e-commerce <laughs> and he was running like clients that paid 15, 25 and 50 K packages. And I was just like, bye. But I focused, you know, everything was automated at this point. Like we made millions. Yeah. Um, as we're running, I'd have to do anything. Um, cause you know, it's been my forte the whole time. It's just marketing. Right. So I had to shut that down. I sold all of my stuff that time, uh, because I needed to pay everybody back. So my whole thing was, uh, People trusted me enough to give me money. I, I, it doesn't sit well on my conscience. Like just 
blatantly scamming a jet right. set type of shit right <laughs> so um i paid but like i sold everything like the lambo i saw at the time my watch collect like i sold everything liquidated and but here's the thing i never like the money that i made from that um it never went to buying stuff like i had all the stuff that i needed uh i didn't take trips anywhere nothing the, the whole thing was um like i said i put somebody who knew ecom for like six, eight months maybe to manage everything. We had like on Upwork, it was like 180 something employees at one time. Damn. Um, or just in, in totality, something like that. Some crazy number. Uh, and, and he told me, okay, we can't take any more people because like I'm too backed up. I was like, all right, so I stopped the sales. However, that many people that need to be employed every single fucking week and the money stops. I'm like, oh fuck. And it all just came crashing down due to my mismanagement and my drug habits, mainly my drug habits. Um, and so that all came crashing down. I ended up uh, going to rehab, came out with negative like 1,300 in my bank. It's the first time I never had money. Damn. Like, like I, I had no, actually less than no money. But what, what about uh, in terms of taxes? Cause when you owe taxes on top of not having any money to pay it with? Well, I refunded. So oh. technically losses. Gotcha. So, and also there's, um, there's a lot of things that you can do if you're an addict. There's a lot of, if you can prove you're an addict, there's a lot of things that you can negotiate with the IRS with. I really? What? Again, do your that's, own research. That's news to me. Do your own research. Um, yeah, ready? I'll, I'll, I'll actually read exactly what it says. Addiction. Wow. IRS. Very, again, the U.S. I is didn't a funny know this thing. as well. If you go on to IRS, uh, let's see, medical. This is giving a lot of people bad ideas. Tax helpers dealing with your IRS problems one day at a time. And there's a lot of stuff you can do. Uh, taxable based on uh, calculations of the penalties. Mindful blowing <laughs> no of your money. Um, but yes, there are. IRS programs that you can apply to and work out some sort of deals, I shall say, um, if you can prove you're an addict, AKA if you have stuff like, you know, going to a rehab and not uh, AMAing your way out. Anyway, um, I got out of rehab, no money, uh, but I still had the penthouse I need to pay for. My best friend, Anthony, uh, lo and behold, I found out that he was taking out loans to help me like pay for everything. Mom. And I mean, yeah, that's kind of what turned me into, you know, what I call demon mode in three months turned negative, uh, using free marketing stuff like free marketing techniques and, a, you know, click funnels landers, um, use organic TikTok out of everything mm -hmm. built, a built a big asset. I want to talk about what the asset is built a big asset of multiple different TikTok accounts. They all went viral in the crypto space. And then I just created this web of assets. In December, in a single day, like you saw, it was 2.3 million in net in a day. And then we rolled it over. I was like, holy shit. What I was building, these assets. Um, NFTs? That sounds like NFT money. Partially. Okay. Partially. Um, yes. And, and the reason why I'm, I'm kind of like dancing around this is there's so many allegations out there yeah. that I stole 
millions and people are trying to put a web of it together and tag like the like the doj and all that i'm like guys give it, give it a fucking break already yeah um but again it, nothing so we did it for months we built all these assets so it, to be more transparent we started acquiring a lot of newsletters discord servers uh, telegram groups all in the crypto space all in the nft space gotcha. so what we did was we started brokering deals with project owners we can mint out your project but we don't want quarter million to send out a blast we want 30 percent. nice so because we ran the traffic that makes we own the traffic yeah so they needed us yeah we didn't need them anymore so that's what we did we built up so many assets right um and this all comes down to my theory of of you know I call it the cake on how business works and what, oh, what? The cake. Oh, yeah, the cake. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. I just got what you meant. <laughs> All right. Um, not, we're not clapping cake. Over here. <laughs> but, um, you know, here's, here's the thing is that what I realized in those three months was everything everybody does is completely ass backwards. You have a cake right in front of you, right? Okay, just I'm picturing it. Think. All right. I'm going to hand you a knife. Whoa. Where is the insertion of that knife to cut the cake? Did we go over this already? Right in the fucking asshole. <laughs> You're a fucking bitch. <laughs> wow, that's some Jeffrey Dahmer shit, bro. God, you're twisted. Anyway. In the middle, right? Well, like, okay, in the middle, but and what's the motion? Down, yeah. Okay, yes. The you guillotine. Go, you, go, you go down, right? Yeah. Everybody figuratively in business starts from cutting a cake from the bottom, not from the top. What I mean by that is top layer of the cake, Facebook, Google, it's your traffic. Mm -hmm. Good luck trying to create one and getting as big as these layer ones, okay? Second layer, Discord, Shopify, um, even Reddit could be an argument. Pinterest and Etsy. <sighs> Pinterest would be its own traffic source. Etsy, yep. Why? Because Shopify has no moat. Discord has no moat. Meaning there will be another Discord. There will be another Shopify. Nothing protects Shopify. What, what do they have that, well, I guess it's a conflict of interest if you start answering <laughs> stuff like this. But um, there's nothing that protects them. Yeah. Meaning competitors can come in. What do they have, Shopify payments? No, they don't because that's Stripe. It's an agreement they have with Stripe. Yeah. That's, that's not a moat. Like legitimately, they have nothing. They have an app store. Okay. Uh, big commerce as well woocommerce a bunch of plugins there's no moat so that's why we see it reflected in the in the stock discord was purchased by microsoft discord's huge um but again no moat now in order for shopify let's just take it you know easier in order for consume for shopify users dropify uh, uh drop shipping um Kylie Cosmetics, anything. Right. In order for them to make sales, where does the traffic come from? Yeah, social media. Okay, that's a layer one, is it not? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you need them in order to for Shopify yeah, to work. Yeah. You remove that, well, fuck. There's nothing there. So then comes the third layer. The third layer is your, essentially your, um, your applications and whatnot. Then the fourth will be the product. Then the fifth will be... Uh, design, then the six would be you. Okay, just a quick outline. So as you go down, it's easier, right? Upwards is harder. 
but everybody starts off from cutting um, from cutting downwards. Now I'm gonna tie it all in for you. Is that everybody can go out there and uh, find a product, right? We all have access to the same products. Mm -hmm. We can all upload them. We can all create a Shopify store. However, the traffic is the hardest part. So if you understand how to control the traffic and where it's coming from first, then figure out the platform you're gonna use and the applications and how it all works, work downwards, not upwards. And that's what I figured out with every single business we've been doing. Wait, and, and remind is, me again, what's the third layer? The third layer theoretically would be like uh, applications, if you will. So for okay. example, a Clavio, right? Yeah. However, Clavio is no longer a third layer. It's a second, because Clavio is worth like $10 billion. Shopify is worth like 40 billion. Right. Interesting how an app that was on, that started on the Shopify app store Crazy. is now worth one fourth of their parent That's basically. Nuts. So why? Because of one thing that I figured out that nobody else really gets. Like I just told you, now what I just told you is I've been acquiring the Discord servers, the Telegram groups, these assets of newsletters, et cetera. What are they? They're data. Mm. Clavio is worth what it is because of data. Oh, Shopify because of data. The closer you get to layer Tesla one, Tesla data. Ex exactly. Yes. Nobody realizes Tesla's a data company. Yeah. The closer you get to data, the more you own, mm -hmm. the more you control, the more leverage you have. People are so clueless about this, and that's why, that's why, like even even the casino stuff that we're doing now, we have a lot of data. Um, uh, you know, I kind of explained it to you as well, but I don't want to get too intricate into it before people try to start copying. Um, right. but we're moving that data, we're controlling that data. So we figured that out in the NFT space by acquiring so much different shit. Um, cause we just wanted the data and that's what we have now. Cause anybody can launch a project, right? Remember the layers of the cake. Yeah. Anybody can go on Fiverr, get designs. Somebody can just quickly create an NFT project, throw up a site. But you can't, it's very hard to get traffic, traffic that'll convert and understand NFTs. What do we have? All the traffic, all the leverage. But here's the thing, is that we know that. You know that. I can mint out your shit, but I don't want no fucking quarter million or 500K. I want 30%. Right. And that 30% could equate to two, three, four million. And so, that's what you're showing me. And now you get. So that had nothing to do with the casinos? No. Wow. But that money that we that we made you, here used for the casino. Correct. That's where right we hired the, the economy architects uh, for it, like the development, uh, it, like individuals. How we got the licensing, the money for the licensing, because there's master licenses in Curacao mm -hmm. that you have to get. There's four master licenses. Each one, you know, is a different cost because you can get a sub license, um, stake, rubet. All these are white labeled, just reskinned. Um, so you know, for a for a crypto casino. Specifically, again, that's just one faucet, as you know. Um, you have to pay a percentage, like royalties, on table games. I think table games is 11%, and then slots are 7%, et cetera, to yeah. the, who you white label from. Right. But again, you move the money around correctly, Cyprus to Curacao, so we talked about, you know, shells. Um, it's, it's different. But yeah, everything... Everything you saw with the crypto stuff, we just reinvested. So um, if you can't answer this, how much money did you spend acquiring like the Discord servers and all that? Roughly. 
Uh, we sign creators. It's called MetaMakers. So the reason why that's important is because we pay a lot of creators and we own a lot of creator brands. We don't own the creators. We own the creator brands. Exclusivity rights. Correct. We nice. own we own the channel. Like it won't be won't be nobody owns like Dan De Silva. It'll be Dan's NFT hut. I or, see. Or is this what happened with your Instagram? What do you mean? You said your Instagram. You had to make a second Instagram because your current your big Instagram is currently owned by. X, whatever. Oh, no, it was because uh, Facebook has uh, blacklisted it from ever getting verified. Oh. So, <laughs> yeah, because it was attached to a BM. Uh, yeah. They won't let me untach it from. That's banned. Oh, so if you get banned, oh, God, good thing I don't have it connected. Uh, yeah, I, I can't get verified because when I attached it long ago to my original BM, um, yeah, I, I can't get verified because the BM is, is banned. Yeah, I dodged a bowl with that one. Then. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna run. I was gonna run Instagram ads, and I'm thinking I probably shouldn't because it shop me just and funnel Sh- it back. Shopify's uh, dark posting through my account right now with some ads I ran for them, so they're just bringing me. Yeah, all but followers. Shopify will be fine. No, they said like if I got banned like that, they would immediately rem- uh, cut me off in terms of the dark posting because they can't risk Shopify getting involved. Right. right. Oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's not even worth the risk. I'm just gonna run ads on Snapchat and TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, fuck Shopify. No offense. Yeah, right. They fucking hate. Shout me. out Shopify. Yeah. <laughs> Light, game changer. Like they've changed they my. They me off. They've changed my life in so many ways, and you know they've changed your life in so many ways. Because I was just gonna. They ask have. You, I was gonna ask you this question. Say that the Shopify stuff never happened, and you worked a regular job until you d- found discovered this crypto stuff, right? And say that first time you made the two million come in. Imagine what how differently you would be spending that money. You took that money and put it into a biz, crypto business. Imagine if you had no, if never made money like that before, what you would be doing. Well, I would never have the knowledge. Exactly. So, or, yeah. or the willingness to, because like, I know if I made $2 million out of nowhere without having experience with making money, losing money and everything, I go fucking bonkers. I'd lose I it still so do. quick. Yeah, yeah, you do. <laughs> but it's do. like, you make enough where it seems to not even have to have too many bad repercussions. But, um, yeah, I mean, but again, I get so many comments of like, oh, you fell off or oh, like, like all this. Yeah. Like, good. Well, thank God. Yeah. Well, that's, that's the ironic thing, right? Because like, I've never posted so little on YouTube or Instagram or anywhere. And I may never made so much more money in my life. Exactly. It's so funny how that works. And I, I just make so much more than I ever have. Yeah. If I'm, cause again, content creators are not business owner, excuse me, they're not Builders, yeah, big difference. You focus on whether it's well, building, building partnerships, per- building a personal brand. That's one thing. Like, look at Danny Duncan. I love Danny. Duncan, yeah, Danny man. Duncan's Danny awesome. Duncan69.com. There you go. Yeah, plug. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I ran a uh, Facebook ads to his website once. Dude, um, I fucking love Danny Duncan. He's, he's one of my best. favorite creators. He told me he he sent me a DM once and he said let's link and I was no like, fucking I was way. In fucking Seattle. Dude, yeah. did you meet him? No. Because I was in Seattle. If I wasn't in Seattle, because he wanted me to come that day, and I'm like, oh, I get back in three days. He liked that. <sighs> and then I texted him. I'm like, oh, I'm here. He liked he that. He wanted all of them, bro. Oh, my God. I still talk to him here and there. Like, he'll still, like he's a cool guy. Like, every time I messaged him, he's always responded. Really? Yeah. He, he's, he's somebody that I, I really enjoy his content. He's so never much. switched up. He's been the same person. He's I, never sold out. And I think that's why I like him so much, because you can tell he's genuine. He doesn't have, like, the Lambo. He doesn't, like, and he makes so much fucking money. But you can, so much he money. does what he loves. Yeah. And I love the fact that he's real and yep. it's genuine. And that's why he's so popular. So, and that's the difference between views and fans. But when he uploads, it was like 3 million views. Exactly. 5 million views. And dude, he, he uploaded the other day and it was like 
three or four like flower emojis and it goes calming noises for sleep sounds, <laughs> yes. 432 hertz, and then flower yes. emojis, 3.5 million views. I'm like, that is the perfect example of fans Correct. versus views. Correct. Like to have the, even the balls to do that. Dude, not only that, but you could see when he throws like an event or like when it's he went huge. on his tour. Yeah. Dude. It, and that it, tour was insane. I, I mean, if he ever does it, I will go. I'll and go there like for sure. See, like whatever it is, dude, you could do whatever yeah. he wants. It's just, he's a raw, like just genuine person. Like uh, he'll fight his fans. <laughs> like you remember yeah. in the crowd? Yeah. Like when he uh, just went to go like bully his fans and they're like, oh my God, it's Danny Duncan. Yeah. Uh, I was like, bro, can you imagine almost throwing hands at Danny Duncan? There's a lot of shit got wiped out in his hometown, Inglewood. So, yeah. That's unfortunate. When I was, wa- I was watching the hurricane for three days, just watching it. And I'm like, that is heading right to Inglewood. Yeah, it's really bad over there. Yeah. But luckily he didn't lose any animals or anything, but his properties, like a lot of the shit got destroyed. Could imagine. He has like a hundred acres right yeah he's did you see they were gonna build 260 homes on it and then he won oh, really? the bid and he's like i'm just gonna oh, build yes, my yes, factory yes 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 that's so sick and just drive yes. shit around it yep, that's yep. bro he just shoots stuff jumps you know jumps like everything and anything, like his beat up car yeah um bro it's hilarious i like I, that video where he's like buying my dream car and then the thumbnail it's like a uh, porsche 911 like bright blue <laughs> and he's like he gets into it and he's like it just doesn't feel right. And then he goes and buys a Honda Fit. <laughs> the sixth one, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and they know him over there already. Yeah, he's and always he trying to negotiate. And he just busts balls with, yeah. the, with the guy, same guy. Yep. Dude, he's he's genuinely one of the... Fu- and he's somebody I'd really like to meet. He's genuinely hilarious. Yeah, he's, um, one, he's one of the few people where I will click that... I'll stop what I'm doing and click same. that video. Me too, me too. There's vi- you have to have a lot of leverage in my head. I think the camera didn't Oh yeah, I ran Google ads actually, not Facebook ads to his website because I was tr- that's when I was trying to get in his circle. I uh, or just meet him. I think I spent three hundred bucks. I got six thousand people to to show up, and I did the conversion rate average of like forty dollars per person. I made him like six thousand dollars, like because he wasn't running any Google ads. So it was just simple, like run Google ads right, to right. Danny Duncan, right? You know, so it's it was really easy. Keyword. People probably would have clicked that anyway, but like. His response was funny. He goes, I'll send that to my ad guy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Wow. Yeah. Sounds like a Danny Duncan response. (laughs) In in terms of other YouTubers, I can't think of really any off the top where I'm like, stop what I'll do. Like Alex Becker, it used to, but he even realizes his videos got repetitive. It was just like showing which cryptos he's going to buy. And that's why he hasn't posted in months. But uh, I can't think of anybody else really. Becker also, you know. <laughs> it was worth so much, as yeah. you know, and uh, he he does shit on the day to day. Yeah, he now, actually has like real fucking businesses. Yeah. And, and all that. Yeah, this was his side thing, which ironically could be turned into his main thing because of how much fucking money he made. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, especially oh, I didn't even think from AdSense. Holy fuck! I bet he made so much well, money from AdSense. Let me tell you something. So one of the like hidden channels that I made a long time, well, probably in December last year. It was just a crypto crypto channel, Hidden Gem Network, and um, the CPMs in that space, insane. It was like two hundred dollars plus. Yeah, but whoa, Jesus. Yep, two hundred dollars plus, and this was December though. Remember, that's when yeah. the CPMs are the highest. But it was because it was the finance space, bull right. market, December. Yeah, bro. crypto, all that. And, and it's crazy because. Because it was the bull market, each video I was uploading was getting like 30, 40, 50,000 views. Yeah. Dude, I made, a, I made a killing. I think it was like 15K that month or so, um, um, just off of AdSense. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was it was just, I was like, woo. Do you ever uh, watch Meet Kevin? Uh, honestly, I can't stand him. You can't stand him? No. 
Well, you're going to hate this then. Did you, you see his DUI? Yeah, I saw the video. It was really yeah. funny. <laughs> how much, if you had to guess, how much money do you think he made off AdSense in 2021? Probably like 2.53. 21 million. Off of AdSense? AdSense, strictly. Shut the yeah. fuck up, man. You got to remember, this guy used to post seven videos a per day. day. I know. like live And they would each that. get like 100,000 views. So think about 700 to a million. And that's just per day on the videos he's made. And then his back catalog and all strictly financial. Like his... Um, this is all... Okay. His, you know. his stimulus bill. I mean, Graham Stefan, he posts three times a week and he still makes like four to five million dollars yeah. on YouTube. Yeah. So like you amp that up to meet Kevin's level. It was funny though. In the video, he's like randomly sitting with... So wait a with, minute. Wait a minute. He shows this? Yeah. Or is it Lifetime? No, no. That's 2021. 21 million. I watched... Uh, there's this guy who like only makes videos... Bruh. Calling out like these other YouTubers... And uh, that's just what he says. And this guy does his research. That's how I found out about the DUI. <laughs> the DUI. Yeah, the DUI. Because he was like randomly with Graham Stefan's assistant. <laughs> Did you see that? No. Graham, you know Graham, um, the guy he has on his podcast, his assistant guy? I don't watch Graham stuff. Well, do you, you never seen like his assistant at all? His co-host on the podcast? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he yeah. was in the passenger seat. With, with uh, me, Kevin. Really? Yeah. Isn't that weird? Because yeah, they were there for the creator clash. Gotcha, gotcha. What I'm a so dumb thing I'm to do. I'm so interested on this 21 million. What a dumb thing to do, right? The DUI? Yeah. You win some, you lose some. You have that much money and you're still driving around drunk running stop signs? Bro, 21 million? That's a lot. Let me tell you something. But that's. But I, have, I, I have a driver's. Like, back at home? Right. Why what the you, fuck are you doing? Exactly. For what? In a so Mustang? Dumb. No, Boy. BMW. BMW is an Ooh. M8. It Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Drop top. <laughs> like, where was he? Miami, right? Fort Lauderdale. For, yeah, Fort Lauderdale, Miami area. Yeah. What the fuck is he doing, man? It was dumb. It was. It was probably. It just, is dumb. It was probably just one of those things where they drove there, they drank a little too much. He's like, oh, it's right down the block. Because he was he he was one block away from where he had to go. Bro, but it, it he was pretty condescending. Yeah. Well, he also, um, he used to be, like, when he was in the, he was like a, uh, police ranger or whatever when you go and you like shadow for a summer and he was specifically in the unit of ptsd i'm uh, not ptsd dui so he knows that whole system back and forth so that's why he was acting that way i mean but even still like do you, do, and and this is what really changed like my uh like when i say i'm not really too fond of him that's what really i can't stand people like public servants waiters waitresses people who work in service don't be a fucking dick. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Like, don't no be a fucking what. dick. Like, who are you? I don't care how much you make, who you are. It's the worst. I will slap the shit out of you. Yeah. Do not be a fucking dick. Like, for what? Their um, lies are hard enough. Right. Like, don't it make was it a very. Si it doesn't fucking matter whether or not he wanted to say I know the law. Ready? Life's binary. Were you drunk and driving? Yes. He couldn't have said no. It's on video. You can hear him slurring. It doesn't matter what you say. Sure, okay, you want to take a breathalyzer, you sober up more by the time you get to the station. The judge is going to see the fucking video and be like, well, okay, we could, it's clear as day. It's very binary. If he was smart, he would have just said no and then stop responding. Or just not kind of be condescending, you know. But I mean, in that, well, I would never do this, but in his circumstance, it makes more sense to give as little evidence as possible to hire the best lawyer later. To fight against this case. Even still, I mean, <laughs> binary. Yeah. Was he drinking and driving? 
Now, I will say, like, I hate the people who aren't doing anything wrong, and they get pulled over, and then they do the whole roll the window two inches down, and they <laughs> oh, yeah. say, "Officer, am I am I, officer, am I detained or am I free to go?" Yeah. Like that stuff. Well, they'll like, put their ID on the window. Yeah, exactly. Like- <laughs> the way I see it is like when an officer pulls you over, if you want to play the law by the book, you can do that, but he can also play the law by the book. He can call the dogs if versus you get that. But if right. you if you realize this guy's not a fucking robot and he's a human and you treat him like a human, he'll treat you like a human. Exactly. So Exactly. Yeah. Just be a good person. But when you're caught drinking and driving, I understand if you want to protect yourself by any way possible. If okay, first off, um, if you're drinking and driving, you go fuck yourself. Right. Like, cause not only do you put yourself at risk, everybody in the car with you at risk. And everyone but, around you. And everybody around. Like, what if there's somebody crossing the street oh. and you accidentally fucking end their lives? Do you want to hear something crazy? What? I Like, and, and <laughs> why are you laughing? I'm not go, laughing. Go, no, no, no. You got to hear this story. You won't believe it. this story. I went, to a high, I went to high school with this kid who recently got in a drinking and driving accident. Uh, he was going down 270, this highway right here, at 2 a.m. And he crashed into two parents and an eight-month-old. And the eight-month-old died and the two parents died. He was facing, I believe, like 50 years in prison, and he got seven months. You know why? Those parents you know? had meth on in their system. That's why. That's, what, that's how the lawyers got... Yeah. What about the baby? Doesn't matter. The parents uh, were on meth with a baby, so it came down to their fault, and then he got off with, like, homicide. How crazy is that? Those are the people that will rot. I hate to use the word, but lucky as a motherfucker. 50 years to seven months because can, can you, like, bro, like all, all I can ever think about is like, what if that was my fam, like somebody from my family and I hope somebody cared enough about them, you know, but if that was me, bro, I would make, I'd make Stalin look like an angel. Like I would hunt these people. I'd hunt that kid down. Yeah. I would I, like, yeah, if I was him, I'd leave the country when he gets out. It's not worth it. Sticking around. Oh, this happened recently? Yeah. This happened last year. What a piece of shit. Maybe he, he has to years. live with himself. He might have gotten... Oh, no, he got two years. That's what it was. Because he has to live with himself. Yeah. Better make peace with God, man. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm surprised, like, nobody, you know, if he gets got in jail. Yeah. I know someone who's crashed two cars in the past year drinking and driving. Two. Well, He's on his third car. <laughs> I'm sorry. But, again, if, if he's not in... Well, he is endangering other people, but if he didn't endanger other people, you know. He didn't get caught on either one either. How crazy is that? The cop even pulled up to the first one. Some people just, how do we share this oxygen with some people? But It it doesn't make sense to me. I can't imagine a situation where I'm like, oh, I have to drink and drive. There's not a single situation I can think of. I never did, but that was because my cars were fucking way too much money for me to even. It's like, nah, nah. Fucking have my friends... Friends drive. Yeah. But, nah, I, I just, yeah, no, there's no excuse ever. Like, none. You're, 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 you're a coward if, if something were to happen. Dude, fucking Uber, man. Like, yeah. I, there's just some stuff that really gets under my skin. Yeah. Like you just endanger everybody. For what? I guess to save a couple bucks. Uh, I spent a hundred at the bar tonight. I don't want to spend twenty on an Uber. Imagine how much it would cost for a lawyer. Exactly. All that time you rot in jail. Exactly. That's why it just doesn't make sense to me. I think it's probably like an ego thing. 
Were they like calling another man to drive you home? Karma's a bitch. Yeah. Karma's a bitch. It really is. But interesting. Yes. Uh, we're at like probably three hours now, somewhere around there. Is there anything else that you want to get off your chest or on your mind or that you want to speak? Because the, the crypto casino stuff, you kind of glance over it, but I think we get the gist. It's kind of like stake and all that, but you, then you use exclusivity rights and certain contracts to get these creators and then you market it. Do you, so do you market the crypto casino as you would an NFT? No. So you don't use that network? No. Why not? Um, different audiences. But wouldn't it, what, what would be the harm in like doing it? Um, tarnishing reputation. Oh, I see. Because I wouldn't want to, like, the assets that we've built uh, on the NFT side, uh, why would I present to them, specifically during this time mm -hmm. in, in, you know, the, the uh, social media space where it's very gung-ho anti-gambling, um, even, like, you know, ad admitting to this, like, hey, this is what we're doing, it's very, it's very brave. Mm -hmm. um, but I would never force... That's my whole thing here, okay, is that I told everybody in the company that we'll never push this onto people that don't, aren't actively there. Yeah, I see. So I'm not going to go out of my way because I know what addiction is like, right. like firsthand. I'm not going to, you know, in the NFTs that, you know, all the assets we have, I'm not going to be like, hey, guys, just because we know you have crypto, go gamble it. No, but I will go ahead and put it in front of people that already have shown interest in gambling, that already gamble. Because at the end of the day, they're going to do it regardless. Mm -hmm. Who, who's gonna, who's ever they're going to is going to take their money. And I hate to say it, but if you're gonna go ahead and gamble your money, I'm gonna be right at the forefront, <laughs> being, one of those, being one of those conglomerates, being one of those companies that will willingly be there saying, hey, come over here, I'll entice you to come over here. They're going to do it regardless, but I'll never go out of my way to put it in front of people's faces that, and, and again, this is, you know, kind of, and I won't really talk about how we market it, but it's a very unique way where we're not. That's good. Where we're not, uh, and that's my thing. So, because just like I know, there's nobody that could have told me to stop doing drugs. Yeah. I would I would do them and I'd find a way to do them if my dealer would run out, whatever it is. You can't tell somebody who's addicted, no they have to come to that conclusion on their own. However, like I said, it's not like my dealer would ever be like, you know what, no, 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 I don't think you should do this anymore. I think it's in your best interest. No. Right. Somebody's gonna make the money. If, he, if my dealer were to ever do that, go to another dealer. Right. So, justified, you gotta operate in the gray, no? Yeah, can you mention like how much money you're making off the crypto casinos? Um, Decent amount. <laughs> okay. Again, Cyprus, Curacao, how the money flows. Yeah. Better than It's a crypto casino. Anything goes. Yeah. So. Now do you, yeah. Okay. Interesting. Wow. Damn, I learned a lot about you today. That's for sure. <laughs> I'm sure everyone watching did too, of course. Everyone's wondering where I've been. Yeah. Secretly hiding. Masterminding. Who is that? Mojo Jojo. Who's that? Powerpuff Girls. Oh. You know I didn't her? have cable growing up. All right. I, I, I had satellite. I didn't have satellite. 
I had five channels growing up. Really? Yeah. So I missed out on like the Disney Channel or like Cartoon Network. Oh, so you never got like that's so Raven and whatnot? No. Dexter's Laboratory? Never. God damn. I did like when I went to my grandpa's or my grandparents' house at the lake. But other than that, no. Which I guess is a good thing. I remember when we first got uh, cable, I was 16. Catfish was on their second season. Oh my god, that was that wow. was MTV. That's when I stopped like watching MTV. Oh really? That, <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say that was like I have so many nostalgic memories tied to like it was Catfish. Ridiculousness was on their second season. Wow, that's when I stopped like really caring. Oh really? I, like sixteen years old, I was already fucking right. Like elsewhere, partying yeah. and like in high school yeah. doing that shit. But uh, yeah, I didn't even watch TV then. Yeah. I didn't have TV uh, in, in his house. We just played Xbox. So. Oh man. Yeah. yeah. So I, I missed that part. My whole thing was like uh, celebrity deathmatch boxing on mm. MTV with like the animated styles, Courage a Cowardly Dog. Like that was man, that was my childhood. Eating uh eating uh, not cocoa pebbles, but the the fruity pebbles, fruity, fruity pebbles, pebbles, bro. My grandma would warm up milk. We'd live in we lived in a, like because uh, I grew up with her pretty much. Yeah. Um, and, like she raised me, and you know she. She fresh off the boat from Portugal, didn't have that much money, like kind of you know a shack, please shack now, like the best part of town. So Portuguese was what I learned first to speak, and then she was like, you can learn English in school. But she would always warm up milk for for me in like a bowl and yeah. give me a fruity pebbles to nice. eat. And so I'd go to bed watching you know Cartoon Network and whatnot. And uh, yeah, those are those are probably some of my favorite moments ever, ever. Did, did you ever play N sixty four? No Xbox, uh, the original, the original, yeah, 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 with with Halo, Halo, yeah. Red Dead Redemption. No, I never played that, but I played Halo. Yeah, yeah. I remember Halo Two. I remember the first Halo, man. Yeah. I remember. Do you remember? Wait, do you remember going to those Halo opening parties or release parties? Yeah, I, you, I I only went to the Modern Warfare Two one. That's it. Oh, really? I I went to the uh, Halo one. Um, man, that's nostalgic too. That, yeah, the kids now will never experience that. Hell no. Digital download. Bro, they sell they sell the consoles without the disc tray anymore. Yeah, isn't that nuts? I'm just like, what? But, bro, you ready for this? Okay. How are they still charging the same amount of money for no disc? Interesting. Well, the disc was only like 80 cents, right? What are you talking about? The disc was 60 bucks. What do you mean? No, no, I mean like for them to create. Oh, right, 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 right. So shouldn't it theoretically be cheaper because well, it's 50, less hardware? dollars no, and 20 less, cents. <laughs> less hardware. No, all right, and 80 cents, sure, we can have that argument. However, okay, how about this? Let me raise you on this. Okay. How are they charging the same, like if, it, if the game is 59.99 US dollars, how is it 59.99 pounds? Oh, I don't know. I don't know what's the conversion Because that conversion rate. is still higher. It's like I didn't know that. And then they still charge like $68. And now Sony's getting sued for like $13 billion for it. For that. Well, isn't it a one-to-one -one now? Or is that with the euro? That's with the euro, right? right this is, again, they've been doing this for oh, years. Oh, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, all right. I never thought about that. You remove hardware from these consoles as well. You could charge way less gouging prices or keeping the games, dude. Yeah, but games no, have gone up. It went from our our age from forty oh, to sixty yeah. to like seventy to eighty. Exactly. With the how deluxe. with no disc. The funny thing is, it's a hundred bucks, and then you buy a bunch of stuff in the game. You're, people are spending like five hundred bucks a game now, bro. How the fuck does it get more expensive with less? Like, it, it's blood. It's genius. Believe yeah. me, it's genius. But like the yeah. disc thing, like right, when you buy it, when you buy it, when you bought Modern Warfare two. Did you buy Modern Warfare 2 for the disc or did you buy Modern Warfare 2 for the 
the data in the disc. For the data in the disc. Exactly. But you're telling me there's not people that collect those discs? Very few. Very few. Most people prefer no disc because they're like, oh, it's all right there. I don't of course. Have to. So back to my point. People prefer no disc. Then why the fuck is it still that expensive? Uh, because people want to pay. Oh, because it's like you're buying like the, the coding. You're buying all the time put into it. You're buying, the, you're buying the development. You're buying all that. We all know these games are just fucking reskins and reworks of the original code, except GTA, okay? Yeah. So GTA, we can have an argument. But I just think that space is fucked because <laughs> these kids are getting screwed. But then again, inflation comes into this. So Well, you know how the dropshipping had the free plus shipping? Now like oh, Warzone yeah. has the free plus DLC. <laughs> And yeah. that model is deadly. Look at EA. EA. Free plus ship was great for, for recurring to. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. No, that was, oh the, that was the deadly combo. I oh, heard. Man. Oh, my God. It was. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Supposedly. Allegedly. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I like because I remember you when you talked to me about that back in 2019. I'm like, again, that's just one of those things where it's like, if I did get into it, I might have been recode. I might have been involved in sketchy things. Who knows? I mean, you would have. You had, like, there, there's like not an option to play in that world. Did you get recode? Now, fuck. I'm here. Exactly. So, but I also stopped it. That's what I mean. Maybe I didn't. I wouldn't have, you know? So, it's always like. I mean, we, we have mutual friends that still go, but they're very smart about it. They're also OGs that know what to do. Yeah. So. Very but these uh, new world. age kids learning from YouTube and joining these black hat discord servers. Yeah, like, it's probably honestly, better. Yeah, when you have that history with the payment processor already in the under the belt and everything. But I mean, remember the payment processor, they get their percentages, right? So it's in their best interest to keep you. But they'll also tell you, they'll tell you if the uh, if the FTC is looking into you because mm -hmm. they know. Yeah. So interesting. And if they don't tell you, because they don't want you to stop. Yeah. Why would I stop a cash cow? Yeah. I have to do nothing. Yeah. You're doing all the sales. You're doing all the hard work. I am. Right? All I'm doing is just <laughs> underwriting, getting an underwriter to sign some papers. Yeah. Just middle manning. That makes sense. They make to a me. lot of money. Um, so. Makes sense. If it don't make dollars, it don't make sense. If it don't make dollars, it don't make sense. Well, cool. Yeah, buddy. I think, uh, I think this is a good place to call it. I agree. How are you feeling? Refresh. What time did you wake up this morning? Uh, 8 a.m., 9 a.m.? New York time? Or where are you flying yeah, in from? Yeah, uh, Florida. Oh, okay. I moved to, yeah, I moved okay. to Tampa for yeah. six months. You'd, and you couldn't get a direct flight, right? No, there was no direct flights. I actually, uh, uh, to be very honest, I got the flight two hours before the flight. Yeah, that's what yeah. it seemed like. Yeah, yeah. Because you were texting me this morning. You're like, all right, I'm going to lock it in. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. I told you, yesterday, yeah, I'm coming. <laughs> and this morning, I'm like, oh, that's right. I just bought the flights real quick. Yeah. It's like, all right, I'm here. I learned recently, because um, I, I was going to go to Scottsdale, I learned you can't buy a flight within an hour. I'm in. When? <laughs> when we go to no, Scottsdale? No, 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 no. This <laughs> is in January. Because <laughs> oh. Sebastian was like, oh, um, like the, he had his friends in. They got a huge Airbnb. Yeah. And they had a couch for me. Like Seb? Yeah. Oh, I fucking love Seb. Bro. He's going to be with me in uh, Breckenridge. Him, Luca, and Bobby. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you snowboard? Nope. Oh. I love snow, though. <laughs> I mean, well, I love actual snow. Right, <laughs> like, right. I'm surprised you don't snowboard. You seem like someone who would snowboard. Like, if I saw you walking down the street, I'm like, he could probably bust at least a 360 off a ramp. Could I? Most likely. Yeah. Give me a few hours. That's what everyone thinks. I give me a few weeks. Yeah, I would say, no. On average, it takes like by the end of your second day, you can hit a black diamond easily. Sounds kinky. 
Yeah. <laughs> Wait, where, where are we going? Where, oh, we, where are you guys going? Breckenridge, Colorado. It's fat. You know, oh, let me tell you something. I think I think females who could snowboard so hot. They call them snow bunnies. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Got to read it that one. <laughs> yeah, and they're all very physically fit. You can't be a very large woman and be trying to snowboard. You'll be top heavy. That muffin will fall. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well. All right. Thank you for having me. By the way. Thanks for coming out. This was awesome. Yeah, it was longest was it? podcast. Let's see. I like to cover up the time. Oh really? Oh. She. We. I know what you're thinking. Well, it tell me about something. It <laughs> three hours. I knew it. I'm just wondering. Um. Like, where are you at with, like, drugs in general? Adderall. I mean, I still take Adderall. Mm-hmm. Um, blow, I just, my body, probably, like, I, so I made that video, and then I relapsed really bad. Because um, certain. I'm, I'm not going to lie. When I watched that video, I'm like, you might be making this video a little early. Because when yeah. you made that video, I thought you were going to be like, I've been off of it for six months and everything. Yeah, but in the video, you're like, heavy. I've been off of it for two weeks. Yeah, no, I relapsed heavy. Yeah. Um. And it was more so, I was like trying to create like this journey for myself. Didn't work out. What do you um, mean? Like I was trying to document it like day uh, by day. And then I was going to kick it off with that video. And um, it was supposed to be like an accountability type of thing for me. Right. Um, but at this time, it, dude, like I was like, fuck, I need more. Right. Um, and I'd say like two months ago, maybe two and a half months ago, I woke up one day Um I had like six grams in a bag and I just looked at it. I was just like, like, I, I don't know like what hit me. I just dumped, I straight up for the first time, just dumped it in the toilet and I never looked back. Um, so take, take me into your mind. Uh, say after you made the video, you said you were done. I just, I'm interested. Cause like, I guess, and, Oh, by the way, before I cut you off, I know people are going to say it. he keeps touching his nose. He keeps touching his nose. Yeah. My nose is pretty fucked. All right. So, oh, you've been touching your nose. I, I do it all the time. Oh, I didn't even know. Cause yeah, but you're going to, you're going to see the comments. People are like, oh, he's, uh, but yeah. Well, I'm just wondering, take me into your mind. Like, okay. So you made the video. You said you're done. Take me through that process of like when you got back into doing it. Like, how did you convince yourself to go hit up your dealer? Da, 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 and all that. Do you remember that? Um, yeah. Cause uh, people, cause just, uh, I asked that cause like a lot of people don't understand. Like you, you said earlier, like. Uh, if you're doing cocaine, just stop doing cocaine. If you're smoking cigarettes, right. just stop doing cocaine. I, I, I feel like I could do it, but it's like, it's not that. It's not that. You got to rewire your entire brain. Correct. Because I associated, uh, remember like shop DFY and whatnot? Mm-hmm. When I left uh, Miami, came back home. Yeah. Uh, I associated doing a lot of blow with a lot of money. So yeah. it was it was like hand in hand. Um, even Even when I got out of rehab, bro, I got out of rehab and did more than I ever fucking did. But here's the thing, I got out of rehab with no money, so Tony didn't know at the time, and I didn't know he took out loans. Uh, I just kept asking, pay for me, pay for me, pay for me. And it's because I'd go to the ATM, take shit out, like, you know, get more. Um, and, you know, over over those course, you know, from September till, you know, December when uh, we released everything, um, or, you know, everything, you know, kind of came to fruition, if you will, uh, I, I was just doing blow, like, every night. Like, kept going and kept going. And then millions of dollars i was like oh my god uh and kept going and kept going and kept going and and like you said everyone was just a yes man around me march came around you know three months after had so much money you couldn't even fucking imagine 
uh, started off in Miami. Uh, started talking to that, you know, girl. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, like, everything is just so triggering. And so I got back into it. She was trying to help me get off. She was like, stop, stop. So, like, you know, like, she like she was genuinely, like, trying. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you don't have to answer this if you don't want to, but would she, like, do it with you a lot? No. Oh, okay. Um, would she do it? Yeah, but not, like... Not like you. Oh, my God, no. Not yeah, like me. That wasn't, like, like, a bonding thing. No, fuck no. <laughs> okay, good. If it was there, she would do it. If yeah. it's not, she's not going out of her way. I'm going out of my way. Like... If, if I show up somewhere and it wasn't there, I'm like, first off, who's got it? Where can I get it? Why isn't it here? Wow. I need these answers. Um, I, sometimes I wouldn't even show up knowing that it's not there. Like, if I run out and it's not there, or else I'm bringing it all. Um, and it was very apparent. Everybody who was around me could see it. Like, I wouldn't hide it, bro. Uh, I'd be at fucking Tao. I would spend so much there. Nobody would say anything. I'd be up on the ledge just fucking How much would you spend on an average night? Uh, 10 to 15. How much would you, what's your most amount you spent? 30,000. <laughs> yeah. That's insane. Isn't that funny? Imagine telling your 15 year old self that you're, you're spending 30,000 a night just at Tao. Yeah. And I didn't even drink that night. I'll never wow. forget that night, bro. But yeah, I, I mean, what, what triggered it back to your question, what really triggered it was some events specifically, um, around, uh, around these allegations of just stealing ungodly amounts of money and people trying to put pieces of a puzzle together that weren't there. They were making up a story. If yeah. I if I addressed it, it would bring awareness. Oh, I and, see. And, That's and a hard spot. Exactly. If I don't address it, then it looks like it's correct. Yeah. Damned if I do, damned if I don't. This is like the first time I'm even like mentioning it. Um, but that's what sent me hiding for the longest time, spiraling again. Because um, like, fuck, man, I can't even have my own break, like, without somebody trying to f fuck me over. Yeah. Like, what's the intention? Like, why? Why me? Um, but, yeah, I mean, if it was, if there was any type of fruition, I wouldn't be here because of the amount that they're alleging that I stole, we stole, whatever it is. Right. So it's a fucking lot, and they're, and they're trying to track it all back on the blockchain. I'm like, if that were the fucking case... First off, you would never catch me. Second, <laughs> second, it's not the case. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's what really, uh, I, I would just be so depressed, so depressed. So, like, I don't want to do anything, but I, but every day I was accustomed to working, right? Yeah. So, how the fuck do you get undepressed and energetic? Doing some blow. Gotcha. Keep doing blow. Um, where again, it would just spiral and spiral and spiral. So the stress kind of triggered it. Yeah, it was big time. And being home, you know, my previous home, uh, I'd, I'd wake up. First thing I do when I wake up, bro, is straight up go to the bathroom, do a bump. Very first Damn. thing. Wouldn't even, wouldn't even That's piss. Insane. That my brain was, was wired That's to wake up and crazy. do a bump. I, Scott, when I tell <laughs> you verb, like, I, I cannot emphasize this enough. My body, you know, when you wake up, you're like groggy and you're like, you know, taking a piss and you, you know, you start getting your day going. My body would be in that groggy type. I'd need to piss, but my brain's like bump now. And dude, oh. within 30 seconds of fucking waking up, bump yeah, immediately to get me going. 
like there was no delay, nothing. It's like, oh, let me get my day going, bump. And the reason why I ended up stopping was because my body was just like, I, I would do it and I would just be, I'd feel like shit. I'd feel nauseous. Um, when not on it or with, when on it? When I, like when I was doing it, um, my body just started rejecting it at, after a certain point. It was just like, nah. And the anxiety, bro. Like, I'd just be there, like... Oh, yeah. Like, the anxiety... Yeah. But I'd keep needing more. But the anxiety just kept eating at me. I'd, I'd have to stay in bed, not do anything. I just... Bro, I binge-watched, like, Naruto. 1,500 episodes. Oh, my God. Because I'd be anxious in bed, and, like, I'd have to take, like, a Kalanapin to... to What's that? Uh, a K-pin, like a Xanax. Oh. Um... Like, a equivalent to, if not, like, a stronger than Xanax. Um, oh, that's what you were mentioning before. Yeah. Uh, just to, just to you know, come down to, to not be anxious. And I get prescribed them because I get prescribed Adderall. The way for me to come down off of Adderall, my doctor says, take Klonopin. Um Makes shout sense. Out, shout out my doctor. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> not a great guy. I love him. Um, but, yeah, that's, it's a, it's a bumpy road. I'm not going to lie, and uh, I'm glad we're doing this now and not in New York when we're supposed to, because I was worried for you in New York, because remember, do you remember that? Uh, when I was in New York, you're like, okay, let's do it. You texted me at like 4 p.m. and you're like, okay, let's do it tomorrow at like 4 p.m. I'm like, okay, perfect. And then I saw you later that night uh, at the Pudgy Penguins event, and you're like, uh, do you want to come out with us? I'm like, nah, because I was going to go see. I was co probably yeah. coked out of my mind. Well, I knew you were because... You, I didn't know if you, I don't think you were there, but you, when you went out, because I went and saw some friends, hung out and went to bed around like 2 a.m. Woke up at 10 a.m. I'm like, okay, we're going to do the podcast at 4 p.m. Let me get this done. So I had some stuff. I went to something else, da 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 da. And then I remember I texted you at 3.30 p.m. And I was like, hey, are we, no, I texted you at like 3 p.m. And I was like, hey, are we still down for about an hour? And you go, honestly, oh, shooting star just flew by. That really? was nuts. Yeah. You go, uh, honestly, bro, I still haven't gone to bed yet. Oh, yeah, yeah. You go, I'm just getting to bed. We'll have yeah. to do it another time. I'm like, man. And then I look at Andrew's story, and you're, like, throwing up on the side of the road. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, man. Yeah, it's pretty bad. I was like, I was looking forward to that podcast. But it sounds like this is a better time to do it. Yeah, it, much better. You know, since I got to Tampa, um, I just, uh, like, out of sight, out of mind, Yeah, essentially. And, and like, stuff like this like flying around, keep moving now. Yeah. It's, it's very hard for me to access it. Um, so do you think if you could access it you would do it? Yes. Whoa. Do you think the shrooms are keeping it at bay? Yes. Very nice. much so. Very much so. For a fact. Yeah. Um, but you know, it, okay. Let me, let me backtrack. Would I do it? I, I threw it out cause I hate the way it makes me feel. Mm -hmm. Are your body still calling for it? Not my body likes the feel good, right? Mm -hmm. But I just like you ever see um what's it uh, Joey Diaz? I think it I think it yeah is. of course. So man, that fucker used to do so much blow. You can hear it in his voice. Yeah. Man, his, yeah. So, so someone commented if leather had a voice, it'd be <laughs> Joey Diaz. <laughs> Isn't that accurate? <laughs> That's. Oh man, uh, yeah, it's spot on. Um, but uh, <laughs> <yo>. <laughs> these cocksuckers, motherfucker. 
But why, I just have like this vivid mem, like a vivid image of like Aqua Teen Hunger Force, <laughs> but like leather. Anyway, um, <laughs> and um, not the Kevin Zhang leather either. Yeah, fuck that kid. Um, you know about the leather, right? No, I know about the drones and supporting. Oh, okay, I, okay, it didn't seem like you got that joke. Um, his twenty million dollar Shopify store, right? Uh, was he said fake it was all leather. real leather. Yeah, right. It was fake, fake leather. leather. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so you do know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I just don't, you know, legal, I, for the legal team, I can't laugh at certain things. No, I'm just kidding. Can't laugh at certain things. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, it took me a minute to process that joke because I was trying to figure out where I left off. You said... Oh, yeah, right. So uh, if my brain likes the feel good, my body hates how it makes me feel. Non-operational and just like, I, like I'm uh, very lightheaded, very anxious. I don't miss that. Just like Joey Diaz. Joey described it you could tell this motherfucker will still do blow till this day if it didn't make him feel what i'm describing um because he's the one that like i was like holy shit i'm not the only one yeah um and then i read the comments and everyone's like yeah yeah, i hate the way it, it like it made me feel after years of use mm-hmm. like holy fuck like dude i did it for two two and a half years every single fucking day except the seven days i was in rehab and i ama'd my way out yeah. ama is against medical advice uh, oh, nice. Meaning, uh, meaning that you just say "fuck you guys" and you don't complete the program. Yeah, very different to the Reddit AMA. So, oh yeah, completely different. Not an ask me anything. It's uh, <laughs> against med- medical advice. But um, yeah, I mean, the biggest enabler was was my uh, my ex. That I was with for a while. Toronto. No. Oh no. God damn! You're choosing these girls. You're choosing just. She, th- this one was really bad though. Looking back at it now, like, wait, was it the one I met? Remember the girl I met in uh, Los Angeles? Okay, because you were saying that the is, same shit back then about that girl too. And that's the one that I regret big time. <laughs> that's like on how on how things went. Like she was the one that uh, I can confidently say actually cared. Yeah. So you see how I'm toxic. Okay. okay I see you see how I'm saying. toxic. Well, I remember you telling me and Jared in 2019, September, before that, you're like, this fucking girl, da da And Jared was like, listen, man, you can't be putting up with that. <laughs> so it seems like it's a pattern that... that uh, it's me. I've been yeah. trying to explain this. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. It's fuckboy summer. Yeah. <laughs> well, I got... I remember I got heavily addicted to nicotine pens. Really? I was doing two a day. Two, like, 3,000 puffs a day. So 6,000 puffs oh a day. Oh, my God. It was nuts. And then I quit in Miami. It was weird because I instead of like tapering off like most people say you should do, I hit that thing as hard as many times <laughs> as possible pulling up to the Miami apartment. Did you do tricks, bro? What's that? Did you do tricks? I mean, I can, but <laughs> but like it got to the point where like any any stress hit, any uh, enjoyment hit, any that hit. Um, but when I threw it out, I remember the next day dude was ridiculously bad. That night really? was like Headaches? I remember. Um, well, I would put it like this: like I got there. I threw it out. I met all my roommates. We're like, okay, let's go get dinner. I'm like, cool. And as we're walking to dinner, it felt like everything was getting far away and every every voice was getting far away. And I was sitting at dinner and like they were talking and it just felt like they were far away. And then the next day I woke up and I remember thinking, I'm like, maybe I should jump off this balcony. Not uh, not like on a serious note, but it was alarming. That, it was ser- that it was a thought. Well, it was like anytime I moved to a new city, I've always like, okay, let me get the groceries. Let me get the gym membership. Let me get all this in order, da, 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 da. But that first day, I'm like, I just wanted to fucking die. 
And it wasn't like I felt miserable. It was just like, it was a whole a bunch of fat. I lived in an old a nursery home, essentially. That didn't help. Like, people were dying all around me at this Miami apartment. Yeah, right. I had a messed up Miami. So what the fuck? But, um, <laughs> I wonder why you don't like Miami. Yeah, no, I, we, I could go on and on about my bad experience. But, uh, again, it's just like you saying with these, a lot of these toxic girls, like, it's you, not them. I think with Miami, it was me, not Miami. Yeah. But because I have such, like when people, a negative connotation. When people say that, like you were talking about the Porsche Tower, I had a view of the Porsche Tower from my apartment. I get such bad PTSD because, dude, these tick. I'll tell you after, but these TikToks that went viral and all this bullshit that I went through while being out there has scarred me so bad in terms of Miami. Really? I hate. I like what they do. I hate that state, like all Florida. You hate all Florida because well, I hate all Florida because when we were kids, Danny Duncan's from Florida. I know he's cool, but like <laughs> at the end of the day, I don't like humidity. I don't like tropical weather. But the big thing was as a kid growing up, anytime we did take a vacation, we'd go to Florida. First of all, 19 hour road trip packed into a car. I have three older brothers. Mm. Uh, that was bad. But awesome. The big thing was like, I'm like, why are we going to Florida? Everyone goes to Florida. Everyone from here goes to Florida. Let's go to fucking Wyoming, Montana. Yeah, yeah. Let's go somewhere where no, no I'm not, it's Chicago or Florida if you're from Missouri. And I did. I hated being. So I already had that going into it. And the only reason I moved there was because the COVID regulations. Which ironically, my building still enforced masks. It was the only building really? in Miami to enforce masks still. Because so, so it was an old people home. It was. Yeah. Uh, Ian said that before I got there, someone died on like the twentieth floor, and we were at twenty nine. So you could smell the dead body because it rotted. What in, the fuck? It rotted in there for a couple months. He said until someone found them. And dude, there was some lady. I remember. There was one day where I was like, you know what? Fuck these masks. I'm not wearing these masks. So I get on the elevator, and since we're 29, there's 31 floors. On the way down, it stops at 27. I'm like, whatever. I'm just going to not do anything. When I say... Got that Karen, huh? When I say that this lady must have been 103 years old, and her husband must have been 98, she was on a ventilator, and he was on... He had like, an, <laughs> he had like a fucking IV. This is how bad the situation You're was. You're a scumbag. And I'm just sitting there... <laughs> Did you I'm, do one of these? No, like I couldn't even bring myself to do that. I just didn't make eye contact. And I'm like, this is the worst thing. Like, why did I come here? But no. But no, anyway, back to the nicotine thing. Uh, the way I stayed off nicotine is I realized if I took one hit, I would be addicted for the rest of my life. And I did take a hit, actually, um, in May this year when crypto was crashing, dude. And I was so emotionally invested. Like, I was watching every chart. And this girl came over, and I was just freaking out because I'm like, how can it keep going lower? Like, it's breaking support after You're support after me. support after support after support. And all the, fu- like, these fucking people, like, the toxic positivity in the crypto space is awful. It's whole- disgustingly it's awful. It's disgusting. It takes a mental fucking toll on you. Go on Twitter and type in, I hope it keeps dipping. And you're going to see the most cringy tweets. I hope it keeps dipping. So I can buy more. Bro, oh my God, yeah. Oh, and this was when Bitcoin's at 45,000. Bro, when the dip keeps dipping. Yeah. Like, no, this isn't how it's supposed to fucking work. Yeah. Everyone just cheering. I'm going to buy more. It's all those people that are into like shit coins and shit. Yeah. They keep going lower. I'm going to keep buying more. People who are more into the community than the actual like utility. utility. Of it. Yeah. yeah. Like, hey guys, maybe it should do fucking something. Yeah. So. But I hit that nicotine pen instantly. Started hitting one to two a day for the next month and a half. And then one day on that balcony. Because I. It got so like I would just toss it off the balcony at the end of the night right into the street. And then wake up in the morning and buy one on the way to the gym. And it Jesus. would just be this cycle. Um, 
Wait, how, how far up were you that you were just tossing these right here. things? Bro, yeah. what if somebody's... Nah, it's at like 1 a.m., you know. I would look out. Bro. You know how much shit I've thrown off this Can balcony? Can you imagine just walking, fucking pelted in the oh, head? Oh, man, you want to hear a story about that? Yeah. <laughs> so there is this one. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you the details on the first part of this after this podcast because it's, <laughs> okay. it's graphic details. But uh, when I lived on the 16th floor on that side, there's an alleyway. And I think you saw when we by your hotel, that really nice restaurant with all those people outside. That's like the best like nightlife around here. Like that's where all the really rich people and the hookers go essentially. Oh, is it what time is it open though? <laughs> <laughs> 1 a.m. <laughs> I bet. But um, um, anyway, I was um, I was penetrating this female on my balcony, right? And let, remind me to tell you the details of that because um, she wanted on the balcony. And so we finish up, whatever. I go inside and I get a glass of water. Oh, we each took 15 shots of tequila. I forgot about that oh part. Oh, my God. 15, because she, she wanted to challenge me to a tequila shot off. And so... Um, Did she lose? Tied. The bottle was finished. <laughs> we just polished off a whole, uh, all the tequila we had. Anyway, um, I, get this, I get this glass of water and I just go to the balcony, get some fresh air. And I take a sip, right, full glass of water. And I look down and I see three girls, because like... Clang gets packed at night on the weekends, so sometimes they got to park over here to walk over there. I saw three girls who were clearly going to Napoli, all dressed up, all makeup done, all hair done, right? And I look at this glass of water, and it was like, when I don't use this unless I mean it. This was demon mode, where I didn't give a fuck, you know? So I saw these three girls, they're walking like this, like, like uh, what do they call that? Check In line? In a line? Uh, yeah, yeah. So I pour, th- I go, okay, I'm going to watch it. <laughs> The girl's not even with me. She's passed out at this point. And I go and I pour the water out, right? And when you pour water out, the water that you pour out initially falls first, yeah. right? And then, the, so when water doesn't, when you pour water out, it's not a straight line. It Correct. falls down. It like goes on it's a swivel. Slant. It's yeah. a slant. So, dude, I, I pour the water out and I look down. Oh, my. Because they're in a line. And, and the first girl's hair goes, boom. Next girl hair, boom. Third hair girl, boom. <laughs> and, dude, it was Bow, bow, bow. And I saw their dresses like go down. I saw right, their how hair big go was down. This fucking cup of water, bro. It was just perfectly timed. It was just perfectly. <laughs> the water didn't hit in front of the girl and it didn't hit behind the last girl either. It was bow, bow, bow. Watch, like your Miami experience. That's how they have with St. Louis experience. Oh, dude. Why? why I, I did not expect it to go that well. So I hid. And then I look out, and I saw they were, like, looking up and pointing. And I saw them turn around and go to the front of my building trying to get in. Yeah. This is when we were unstaffed. Uh, so there wasn't a front desk person to let well, them when in. When they, how would they know what unit is yours? That's a good question. But I did have, like, these lights and shit. So doesn't matter. They, they can't see from the fucking outside. Yeah, I guess that's true. But yeah. still, it was, like, worrying because, like, that would get me kicked out immediately. Um, but that was a funny one. But they got to prove it. Yeah, that's true. And then um, I learned my lesson to never really throw stuff off the balcony at will in Toronto. Do you know the ice house? Where that woman threw a chair off or something? <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh-oh. The, uh, the, oh, do I know Toronto? Yes, I know Toronto. The ice house. Do you know that one? It's 88 stories. It's massive, but it's mostly all Airbnbs, so I was wondering. Oh, okay. Yes, 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 yes. And yes, it yes, has yes, a view yes. of the Sky Needle. I, I th- yes, I think I know. So I went, there, I, I went there in 2019 with my friend Camilla. And one night she was like passed out at 1 a.m. I was hitting the fucking dab pen. Again, I w- this time I wasn't trying to like be demonish. I just wanted to see what would happen if I threw something off the 51st story. And so I'm like, I have this piece of gum, right? And I'm like, I'll just throw this piece of gum. And I look down, make sure there's no one there. It's a back alleyway between the target and the building. It was with you and alleyways. 
uh, I don't know. I just always seem to be facing them. <laughs> but, dude, like, I remember, I'm like, all right, I'll just throw this gum. I'll see what happens. I throw the gum. Right when it releases off my fingers, some guy walks out from that back alleyway and I see the gum falling. Again, I'm super stoned from the dab pen and I see this guy walking perfectly in line and I'm just looking at this. I'm like, there's no way this is about to happen. You have impeccable timing. And I see the guy go, <laughs> no <laughs> hits way. him right in the head and he goes up like this. And again, I go and hide and I'm like, you know, I'm done with throwing shit off the balcony. <laughs> like, what are the chances of that, dude? Now he's got a fucking indent in his head because he... <laughs> no, okay, if it was a penny, I might have been worried. But luckily, it wasn't a penny. But it definitely hit him in the head because he goes... Oh. <laughs> what if you just saw him pass? <laughs> <laughs> well, Joey Diaz said he used to be the king of the lob. He used to stay on, like, the 19th floor. And he would just be, like... He'd have his door open, and he would just be walking around. And he would just see, like, a bunch of, like, quarters. And he would just go... Whoops! <laughs> and he said, eventually he started like throwing pieces of ice out his window oh and not even God. looking. Um, and then one the day, king he, of the lob, yeah, the king of the lob. <laughs> he said one day he, uh, and this is why I was worried, because he said one day he will, he threw it and then like waited a couple minutes and looked out and he saw someone on the floor with and the and the like the wife standing over him and they found out it was his apartment. They no. came up and knocked on his door. That's why I'm like worried. When so I, don't be the king of the law. The king of the law. No. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops, bro. That's great. Joey Diaz is the man. Just <laughs> <laughs> he said he'd throw quarters. He'd throw rocks. Bro, <laughs> throw rocks? Yeah. <laughs> bro, he, would, he was definitely coked out on that for sure. Oh, yeah, definitely. It was with God, his old man. wife. Oh, and one more Joey Diaz story because he said one time. This story is so good. This is my favorite one. He said uh, when he'd take acid with his ex-wife, he'd always just torture her. Because <laughs> someone, someone asked a question like, hey, me and my wife are thinking about doing hallucinogenics for the first time. Do you have any suggestions? I could hear him just saying, no, nah, I torture her. Oh, yeah. He was, like, uh, he was like, oh, I've tortured this poor woman. He goes, one time we were taking acid together at a party. And uh, right when she started feeling it, I would go, don't we got to go pick your parents up at the airport? <laughs> And then he said, I turned to the Bruce Lee poster and look at him and go, don't say nothing to her. <laughs> don't say nothing Bro. to her. Joey Diaz is some, on some other shit. Yeah. He shaped a lot of my, like, come up, essentially. I would listen to him building dropship stores. I'd listen to him edit videos, listening to him driving to California, driving back on California. He's got a lot of wisdom. He's the man. What do you, what do you think of just, like, business podcasts? Do you listen to business podcasts? Uh, give me an example. I don't know an example. Well, Ice Coffee Hour, Graham Stefan. Mm, no. Um, Their guests aren't uh, accolatable. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't. That's why I never want to make this like a strictly business podcast. Yeah. I think the business podcast, again, we went deep today. We talked about a lot of topics. A lot of them were scared to talk about those topics for real. Yeah. I and mean, it's not interesting to me. It's just like I like realness in conversation. Same. And when you talk about like just strictly financials. That's why like a lot of people said they liked my podcast with Iman because Iman did seven podcasts that week and apparently I didn't listen to any of them, uh, but apparently they all sound exactly the fucking same. How much money do you make? How much you make that money? What's your tactics? Really? That. Yeah. But for him, I was asking him like way more different. And that's what I've always wanted to do with this. So you're a perfect guest who is like willing to go deep like that. And I like that. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, thanks for. I really don't do, as you know, I don't do many podcasts. Um, but yeah, it was enjoyable. Definitely. And this that's the longest fine. one. We, that's fine. We almost, we, dude, it's been 27 minutes since I was like, 
oh, we should wrap this up. Yeah. So three hours and 17 minutes. We'll probably come to three hours and 15 with that little break in between. But we just went into the King of the Lob story. You know? King of the Lob, yeah. No bathroom <laughs> breaks. There's zero bathroom breaks, zero stretch breaks. True. This is a good True. one. Yeah. This is a good one. Hopefully a lot of people got whatever they wanted about it. Hopefully. Whether it's, it's whether it's knowledge, if they didn't get any knowledge, they get a good laugh. Either way, hopefully they got something out of it. They will. Yeah. I mean, it's all about, you know, what you take from it more than more than anything. So there's a bunch of lessons yeah. from us. Because there's a lot of things a lot of people could relate to in this. Absolutely. That's the way it should be. Yep. We're all humans anyway. Yep. All it's all about the rawness. Okay. That's the end of this podcast. Thanks for coming. Thanks for watching. Thanks, Thanks for buddy. listening. Yeah. Peace. Peace out.